I have big plans for my greenhouse. I'm going to build a rainwater collection system, put in automated watering, use some 55 gallon drums full of water to act as thermal batteries. And there's a lot of trim work that I can do inside to just make the whole thing look nicer. And I need a lot more shelving. It's going to be so awesome. But this is only one thing of many. And so how do I decide what's my next step? What will I be doing next week? Stay tuned. Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. We are all on a leadership journey. Every day, we have a chance to grow. Every day, we have a chance to help others grow. My goal and the goal of this podcast is to help you grow into being a strategic leader, a leader who puts people before purpose, who solves problems instead of treating symptoms, and who understands the difference between progress and action. Through this podcast, my daily email and virtual programs, I'm working to build a network of inspired and inspiring school leaders. Let's get started on today's adventure and this unique opportunity to learn to live and lead better. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of May 8th through 12th, 2023. Let's begin with celebrations. This last weekend, I got my garden planted out. So if you're one of those people that can't wait for spring and getting flowers and plants in the ground, then you know how excited I am and how good that feels. Now, the only thing I have to worry about is bugs. But hey, that goes with the territory. Professionally, the thing that I'm really excited about is our new assistant principal mentoring program that we're working on, and we're making some progress on that. I'll talk a little bit more about that program at the end of the show, but right now I'm just celebrating that we have something that's big and new, but we're making really good progress on it. Regular listeners will remember that a couple weeks ago, well, I guess for a month or so, I was working on a new fence to go around our yard to keep my son Colin's new puppy enclosed and, and safe. And that project dragged drug out much longer than I would have liked, but we finally wrapped that up last week. One of the things that took extra time was the gate that leads out the west side of our yard. I built a really simple, just basically square two by four gate and made both halves and took those out and realized that there was no way that they were going to work. There wasn't anything on the bottom of the gate to fix wire mesh to. They just, they didn't, they didn't look good and they didn't come up to the right height. And so I went back, I redesigned the gate built something that was a little bit more complicated and much, much nicer. The point of the email message was that that effort on that first gate was not wasted because I learned something. I learned something important about what my gates needed. And that MVP gate is really what paved the way for the really nice gates that we have there now. And that's what an MVP does. When we do a minimally viable product and we just put the minimum thing together and get it out there, a lot of times it will make things better right away, but sometimes it won't. 
And so when our MVP is a failure, that's telling us one of two things. Either we misidentified the problem or our solution just didn't work for the particular problem. Either way, we've gotten valuable information. And because it was a minimally viable product, it really didn't cost us that much. Contrast that with some of the big change things. If we roll in a whole new reading program and we find out a year down the road that that reading program doesn't really help us, that's a huge loss, a huge waste really of resources and time and attention. But if we're just trying to make one tweak and we invest a week, we invest one session of professional development and a week of observations and follow-up and we find out our tweak doesn't work, now we have information at a relatively low cost. So MVPs are awesome, not only when they succeed, but also when they fail. On Tuesday, I wrote about being overwhelmed with all there is to do in the business. On June 8th, Pam and I are leaving for our big hiking trip on the Penine Way. And we'll be gone somewhere between five and six weeks. So there's a lot to get ready before then, not only for planning for the trip itself, but also making sure that all the podcasts are recorded, all the daily emails are written, and that the programs that we're going to be rolling out in the fall are all kind of set up and ready to roll. Now, last week, I really struggled with this because there are so many moving parts, because there are so many different projects that need my attention. What happened was I was just jumping from one project to the another during my days. And instead of just clearing four hours or three hours and focusing on one project, I would spend a few minutes on this one and then have a thought about the other one and jump over and start doing something for that one. And in the end, I felt like it was just chasing my tail. And I made much less progress than if I had just blocked out time to focus on one of these projects at a time. And that's the lesson in email. It can be really hard to discipline ourselves. It can be really easy to feel overwhelmed, but the path forward is not jumping from thing to thing. The path forward is maintaining your lane discipline, staying focused on one piece at a time, even if it's for 30 minutes or an hour, focus on that one piece before you move to the next one. And it's funny, we had an example of this when we did the journey a couple of weeks ago with the assistant principals. We were talking about systems and we were talking about prioritizing, about managing priorities, not just managing time. And one of our assistant principals talked about learning to be able to close the door and just knock out something that was important all at once instead of trying to squeeze it in in five and 10 minute segments and how much time she actually saved by focusing on a specific thing. On Wednesday, I talked again about my gate project or my fence project, and this time about a small fence that was really the last piece to put into place. And it just sealed off a small little spot that goes out onto a retaining wall. The gate itself took me about 30 minutes to put together. In contrast, I spent about 90 minutes playing with stones and trying to get the foundation for the gate lined up. There's a difference in height from where the gate begins to where it ends. 
And so just trying to get that all shored up and making sure that we weren't going to have problems with soil and mulch washing down and that the gate would actually keep out the dog. The dog wouldn't be able to dig under it. All of that took three times as long as actually building the gate. And the comparison I made was that this is really like pro doing problem identification. When we think something needs to change, when we see a challenge, instead of just jumping into action and treating symptoms, we need to invest the time. And actually the bulk of the effort on the front end may be about trying to identify what the problem is. Because once we identify the problem, then we can start working A to B. We can start making minimally viable plans and chipping away at it and making consistent progress. But if we don't pause, if we don't take the extra time to identify the root problem, then all that other effort later is wasted. Just like if I'd have slapped my gate up, but not taking care of the foundation, the pup would have been able to dig out from under it and I would have had stuff spilling everywhere and the gate would not have worked. It all would have been a waste. On Thursday, I did what I hope is the final post on my whole fence experience. And I talked about asking for help. It was late in the day. We were almost done. I just had one more section of fence to do and I was trying to stretch out some chicken wire and get it all in place. And it was just not working. I was tired. I was getting grumpy. Nothing was lining up and that chicken wire is really hard to work with. Now I should have asked for help. I should have asked for help long before I reached the point that I was pretty much done. But the truth is I'm too stubborn and I'm too proud. And I become really obstinate when I want something just to be done. And I don't feel like I should have to ask people for help. I want them just to see that I'm struggling and come in and volunteer and say, here, let me help. And again, I think that's kind of a pride thing. But the reality is that because I never asked for help and because I just push through things, people assume that I don't actually need the help. So my recommendation to you coming out of Thursday was check your pride check your stubbornness and be willing to ask for help. Once I asked Colin for help with this piece of fence, we knocked it out in about 15 minutes. It was much easier. We laughed a little bit and the fence got done without a problem. And you know what? My pride is okay. On Friday, I talked about my greenhouse and all of the upgrades that I mentioned at the front end of this podcast. Now, all of those upgrades would be quality of life improvements and probably allow me to grow more, better, and more conveniently in the greenhouse. But I don't need any of them right now. And I have another long list of things to do. The challenge is that those are all things that I want to do that I think I would enjoy doing. And so it's hard to resist going out to Lowe's and buying some rain gutter and putting that on so I can start my rain barrel. And really it's, that's a shiny object. It's just a distraction from what I really need to be focusing on. And so that's what I want you to think about as we close out this week. What do you need to be focused on? What are the shiny objects that can distract you? And are there things that you enjoy doing and you put time in there where they really don't need to be done 
And so some of those quadrant two activities like investing in your teachers gets put off. So what's the takeaway? There's so many things that can go wrong. Our initial steps can fail. We can stumble around overwhelmed by so many needs that we don't give proper attention to any of them. We can rush into action, treating symptoms instead of investing and in actually identifying the problems. And we can spend time on what we like to do instead of investing time into what we need to do. So remember, strategic leaders put people before purpose. They focus on the important, not the urgent. They identify problems instead of treating symptoms. And they understand that progress is different from action. That's this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing you again next Tuesday when we feature my interview with Tequila Lamar about imposter syndrome. Tequila is the Education for Social Impact Program Manager for Google and a former principal. But more importantly, Tequila is a magical human being. We had never met before this interview, but connected instantly. The show was recorded in mid-March, and I have been dying to release it. This might be the best show that we've done so far, so I'm so excited that it's finally coming out. Please stay tuned and consider promoting the episode with your colleagues. It is so powerful. Speaking of powerful, what would it be like to have your own small group of professionals walking with you on your AP journey? Colleagues from other districts and states, but who are going through the same changes you are. A private group where you don't need to be afraid to ask questions or be vulnerable. A group that meets regularly to check in, to solve problems, and to hold each other accountable. We haven't begun actively recruiting yet, but as our mentoring program takes shape, we're connecting with people. If you're going to be a new or second year AP next school year, consider emailing me at frederick at frederickbuskey.com and I'll share some information about what we're doing. No pressure, no sales, just a sneak peek at where we're heading. I'm Frederick Buskey and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Cheers.